I'm gonna be. Hello. <laughs> You're gonna be what? <laughs> I'm gonna be good. I'm what? Well, oh, okay. Chat me that I couldn't be well behaved, and I will be well behaved. What's up, guys? Welcome to the stream scene. I hope you guys are ready for a fantastic show about the do's and don'ts of streaming while traveling. No, traveling while streaming. Nope, <laughs> streaming while traveling. <laughs> streaming, streaming while traveling while streaming. <laughs> What is we happening? Had, well, you guys we have 45 had, minutes to get yourself together. Why are you dropping 45 minutes to prepare for the moment that we're live, <laughs> like now? This is why. <laughs> My hook fell off the ceiling. Hunter, how you, how you doing today? <laughs> way better now. Way, All right. Whatever I was doing before, this is way better. <laughs> We've got a really great show for you guys. We do. <laughs> um, we're gonna do it's some introductions. I think. I mean, I think you guys should still introduce yourselves, even though you kind of. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's start. Let's start with monkeyism. Hi, how are you today? And what are you doing here joining us? What do you have a matter of expertise in this subject? Is this something that you're particularly interested in? Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Monkeyism, and um, I joined today because I am apparently the chaotic person on here, and I wanted to add a little bit of chaos. Uh, so for today's subject, streaming while traveling, I have done a lot of streaming while traveling in the past in the near present and i have a lot of ideas for how to do it in the future so we're gonna it's so not fair that you started with me i'm still <laughs> <laughs> I know. but yeah hello everybody uh yeah i'm i'm excited for today's show i'm not gonna move this we're just gonna leave this here That's because totally fine i didn't green screen you so thank god i noticed <laughs> Um, and you know, you say you're the chaotic one, but you're the only person I think that's, well, maybe one other person has done it, but you're one of the only people that have ever written notes, have come that's to the show prepared. Fully prepared with notes. I yeah. Think honestly, I have so many great ideas and I was afraid that I was going to not remember them because I want to talk to you guys about some of these ideas. Yeah. Some of them, they're not even that much outside of the box, but they're fun. We'll see. Awesome. Here's a teaser. Mm. Sweet. Uh, McLaffy Taffy, what about you? Who are you? I don't have notes. Um, <laughs> no notes. No notes. We're, we're much like most of the uh, experiments, some successful and some failed, of, of streaming while traveling. Uh, we're doing it live, and we're just going to do it to the best of our abilities and pray that the outcome is, is good. My name is Taffy. I play video games for people in the morning while they drink coffee. Um, and yeah, like I, I came here because yeah, I was like, yeah, I've streamed while I traveled. And then I realized that as we were sitting down, I was like, shoot, they're gonna want me to like pontificate or like expound. Give us the details. Yeah. Right. Like, oh man, give go. me the tech, give me the tech specifications. How can I emulate now, all the things that you've done point. successfully? <laughs> yeah. Right. And all I can think about right now is like half of them have gone outrageously bad, and then half of them have been like, Oh, I can't believe that kind of worked. Oh, I you know, the, the trip salvaged. So I'll, I'll be here learning as much as I, I'll be the chorus in this with the audience living through me as their exemplification. Just like, I'll, I'll learn with you chat and go, oh, 
that's that's a really good idea. I'll do that on your behalf. We've got a live yeah. audience member on the show today, guys. That's right. I, I won a contest, <laughs> and now I'm up on stage. The fans, come on. We're going to see if Taffy can take our advice and then apply it and that's see right. how much he learned. We're going we're gonna to check back with you in a, in a year and see what <laughs> updates you have. Joke's on you. I'm taking notes for what well, so Monkeyism says. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Well, so, okay, okay. So there was there were a couple, couple things in there that... I think tie into one thing I want to start with and initiate with, which isn't directly inherently intrinsically related to streaming while traveling while streaming, but that sort of broader approach uh, and, and consideration of a willingness and a welcomeness to fail. Um, I think a lot of us and a lot of the the uh, my peers that I've talked to about streaming while traveling for my own sake, when I'm like, hey, how did you do this? A lot of times it's been, oh, I went out and had terrible streams for like a year of trying to go to conventions or whatever. And then I figured it out through trial and error and realized what worked and what didn't, what made me feel comfortable, what made me feel uncomfortable. When and when I never want to do it again, you have to know when that is, I think. And and that helps you create a sense of comfort, which I, I comfort and anxiety, I think, are, are big topics to cover when it comes to streaming outside of well outside of your comfort zone which is while traveling not at home with your you know your your course setup that you're that you're used to streaming with yeah so what experience do you guys have uh streaming on the go like how much have you guys done it and where like what circumstances brought you to do that can i start you go sure. for it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when I first started streaming, maybe five years ago, I was in a long distance relationship. So quite often I would be traveling to Detroit or Chicago. What I did is I bought a laptop and from hotel room, like hotel room, internet with a, with a little microphone, I would stream from a laptop. Uh, it would not be the greatest quality, but I did that. This was way before uh, IRL streaming. And this was way before, um, how do I explain it? You know how now on Streamlabs you have the cloud storage? This mm -hmm. was before that. Like you needed all of your alerts on your computer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every single computer you went to. So it was a lot more difficult. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so I would do that for at least a year every two weeks or so, which is a lot. And now, I mean, it has changed a lot. It has changed yeah. a lot just with oh, IRL yeah. streaming, which we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But that is my experience. I've done that a lot. Plus, I've also traveled a lot. Uh, usually I have done streams from like different Twitch offices or my friends' houses, or even tried my own hand at mobile IRL and it's, it's gone pretty good. Um, mine, mine is all stemmed from just kind of like having a gun in my back and having someone say, you're going to be at this thing, or you're going to do this thing. And me realizing that I just wouldn't deal well with being away from stream for that long. And I, I'm, I'm just now reaching the point where. Like, I took the majority of this calendar year off from cons. I didn't go to West. I didn't go to East. I didn't go to South. I went to MAGFest because I wanted to go to MAGFest and it was close. Um, but this was the year where I was just like, I'm buying a house. I'm, I'm buckling down. Kids are starting school. I've, I've got to work. So I love cons. I love going to cons. And the part of me, um, I, I still love traveling, but it's just not realistic to think I could do anything, a family vacation, uh, more conferences, seeing friends just because I want to see friends and not because we're going to be at a con. Like, I still have to work. And so I'm just now starting to reach a place where I'm I'm thinking about being able to bridge that, that uh, it, I can travel and stream. And if I could do both those things, I would actually see myself going to more stuff. 
every other time I've gone, it, it's the first stream that I tried to do mobily was I was drunk at a conference and I went back to a hotel and said, I'm gonna stream The Binding of Isaac from a laptop that I bought because it was powerful enough to run Microsoft Word uh, <laughs> on, on hotel Wi-Fi. And I managed, I got, I could, I, right. I could either, I found like when I tried, I did, I, I got it up and running and I got the, the stream going and the, the computer could handle Isaac or it could handle pushing the information out to the stream, but it couldn't do both. And I could tell which one it was focusing on based on what was being allowed to happen. So if the stream was working, <sighs> Isaac was frozen up. And if Isaac was working, then the stream was frozen up. And from there, I mean, it, it's mostly, it's like monkeyism said, most of my experiences have been without cloud storage. So I've had, I've got old emails that have all my assets in like zip files oh, yeah. oh. Uh, that I've sent to myself. I've, I've gone off my parents' PCs. I've borrowed PCs from Twitch staff. Um, at one point it was, uh, I got all the parts that I knew that I had and then ended up going down to a, a, a Southern California computer store and just buying everything else that I needed to supplement it for a two week stay in Southern California. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's run the gamut, and now I feel like I'm finally at a place where I'm like, I, I I'm I'm not resigned to staying in this house for another year, and so what what are the solutions that I see? You know, you, you see the people at the very pinnacle, the the point zero zero one percent that just go to a con, and there's a like a room at an Airbnb that's just laid out for them that looks like basically their stream setup just in a different house. I'm never gonna be able, to, well, not never, but. For now, for the foreseeable future, I'm never going to have that. But what's the most reasonable facsimile of that that I can create that will alleviate all those anxieties that Hunter was talking about earlier? That's like, what's the fastest way for me to give myself an easy psychological out to say that I don't have to stream while I'm on the other side of the country? So. Right. Yeah. I mean, going to conventions, um, a lot of like I know from my experience, when I started going to conventions, I bought, I did the same thing. I bought a laptop that was like for streaming it was expensive. I was like, yeah, I'm going to stream like a couple hours every day, you know, before the con or in the afternoon or yep. something. So I don't miss any stream time. So I don't lose any subs like, you know, and, and I found myself when I brought the laptop that I did, didn't want to stream. Like I didn't yeah. have the desire, like mentally, I was just like, I'm, I paid so much money to come to this convention. I'm going to sit in my hotel <laughs> room and not be at the convention or not like, be hanging out with friends or going to dinner or something like it just didn't make any sense to pack this giant laptop especially with you know with the struggles you guys mentioned with you know obs being so resource intensive my game selection was limited the internet was limited yeah. the camera sucked you know the the mic from from the webcam was not great either so i gave up on trying to stream while at conventions but now i have a new interesting situation where for the first time i don't live near my parents so if I go and visit them for holidays and stuff, I am going to miss multiple days of streaming as opposed to, you know, uh, in my old situation, I would just be gone for like a day or two. But now I might be gone yeah. for like four days visiting them because I have to fly halfway across the country. Um, so now I'm like looking into what options can I do? What What is feasible now uh, in this day of streaming? And definitely a lot has changed. I, I might have some solutions for you with that later. Yes, yes. I'll be definitely interested in talking about that. Hunter, what about you? What about What's your experience been like? How do I copy pasta verbal words there? Because that's pretty much the exact same. Uh, I, I have a big, beefy and expensive laptop that is uh, wrapped up in guilt because my community bought it for me. And 
uh i would go as to toby pointed out in the in the chat earlier is every single convention i'm like i've gotten better about making the the apparently empty promises but for for several conventions for quite a while I, and, and and going uh on you know christmas trips and whatever to see my family i'm like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna stream you can expect this this and this and then it became you can expect this and this and then it became maybe it will happen and now i'm like uh you know look follow me on twitter to see a picture or two <laughs> You know, uh, so that's that's been my experience. And I, I'd love to find a way to to bring it back in and, and really work with how I personally operate. Because, for instance, the juxtaposition looking at um, somebody like Ko, I, I always found it so admirable that he's managed to have a, a strong structure and an actual schedule at conventions for his streaming. That it would be you can find me at, you know, from 8 to 10 a.m. You know, it's like a quick two hour stream every morning uh, at the at the convention. And that's great but that's also antithetical to my approach and who i am so i think i was i was burdening myself with how i was seeing other people do it instead of trying to adapt it to who i am and how i operate um so moving forward i'd like to i'd like to see if i can if i could switch that around learn something from uh from this very show today um mm -hmm. about how i can maybe change my approach mm -hmm. and i think there's something that, that needs to be said about not wanting or not needing to to feel like you need to stream whenever you're not at home right like recognize when you're taking an actual break and you shouldn't stream during your break like you should actually take the break versus like okay like i'm going away for a few days but i'm still feeling good i'm not burnt out like let me get in a few hours and and keep that healthy balance so something about streaming also away uh, since we all have experienced streaming when we're away uh have you all noticed that typically your viewer numbers like if you expect to do the exact same stream that you do at home, which is when you're at your setup, you're gaming, I've noticed my numbers are significantly lower. Anybody agree, disagree? I time. So if you go to a convention and you do the same exact stream that you do oh, from home, yes. your numbers will be lower. Yes. Right? Sure. So obviously, like if we start from the beginning, if you have the money, if you want to invest in an crazy expensive laptops, crazy expensive microphones, bring it everywhere with you. You can't, we're just saying, you can totally do that. Nowadays, it's easier than ever. You have all your OBS settings that stay on cloud. But what I think maybe we should start looking at is when you're traveling, it's an opportunity to do a different kind of content. Yes. Right. So for example, instead of forcing yourself to maybe, oh, okay, I have to be streaming today at my usual schedule. Maybe, hold up, and I even wrote it down. You can do something like daily breakfast or daily like 3 p.m. coffee. So what you do is maybe every two, three days at a convention, you go live and you talk to your community. You say, oh, okay, so the other day we went to this party, we did that. So instead of doing one big catch up at the end of the event where you don't even remember half of the things, you kind of, give your community almost a play-by-play. -play, and then because of that, they want to keep in touch with your Twitter, with your stories, with your photos. It kind of, you include them in it. Uh, and you can even do this with several streamers. So for example, Loco, like your team is going right uh, to TwitchCon. What if you guys had like a breakfast where it's like the four of you, right? And you would be streaming your breakfast and just kind of catching up with everybody. So yeah. I was thinking maybe whenever people travel, they should A, take it as a vacation, but B, also try to like kind of keep their community in the loop for shorter streams. Don't plan to do the same gaming five hour stream. Yeah, kind of like an ongoing AMA, something like that, where it's like 30 minute, one hour, an hour and a half, like, hey, catch me 
telling you about my my time, my convention. Yesterday, I was at a party and uh, Loco started break dancing on the floor and punched Hunter in the face. How funny, you know those. That actually happened last convention. Yeah, that's true. Last convention. How do you guys feel about kind of like turning to that kind of content where instead of focusing on doing a five-hour gaming stream, just like... No, I think it's a great idea. I mean, like for for a couple of reasons. One, the chances of you streaming at your regular time are are low. Like that's going to be hard to to actually line up. It's, it's going to be a fluke if it does, right? So then kind of a bit of a, bit of a case in point, your regulars aren't likely to show up. You're going to feel, uh, you know, inferior to your normal streams because your viewership is a quarter of what it normally would be and you know your your main chatters aren't there and feels so off everything is just a little a little weird and wild so totally to your point I, I believe like i was so into that idea as soon as you jumped into it if it's already going to be divergent if it's already going to be this different time and this different crew and a different vibe why are you trying to make the other stuff the same? I mean, sure, it's important, I think, to have some kind of anchor that's similar and has similarity, but don't try and fit that square peg into the into the circular hole. For sure. Even, uh, let's say you're getting ready for a party, and let's say you already have your clothes on, but you know how often we'll have, like, streamers in a hotel room getting ready? Just stream that for an hour. Well... Stream that for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I, I mean, listen, I don't know what kind of terrible things you do in your hotel room, but I'm usually bored, so... Yeah, it would be more fun, you know. Sure. What, what kind of terrible yeah. things do you do when you're getting ready for 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 a party? I think that's really insightful because of the simple fact that, <laughs> like, like, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I, I bought it. I'm, I'm with Hunter. I bought into that like super fast the moment you said it because ultimately the value, like, first first and foremost, time zones. I can't I can't maintain my exact same schedule from the yeah. left coast without getting up at four o'clock in the morning which would yeah. shoot my entire waking day after that. Like if you so, go over to East or something? Is that right. Like switching? Well, I, I, said, yeah. I live on the East Coast, so if I were to go oh, okay. to California, all of a sudden I start 8 Eastern, which means I'd have to wake up at 4 Pacific yeah. to yeah. start at 5. Which is um, yeah, which uh, which has never happened, and it's part of the reason that I've, I've not tried to keep schedules in, except in dire situations where I was gone for a while. Um, so ultimately, like the, the idea of it being like... A, the valuable part of this to me would be, hey guys, in real time, here's updates while I'm still percolating about what happened and while the mm-hmm. memories are vibrant and fresh and uh, essentially my storytelling abilities are at their peak because it's all still right there mm-hmm. and I'm still very in the moment of, oh my gosh, so it was crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I met this person and they're so nice and I talked to this company and they suck and like whatever. <laughs> um yeah, I, I love that. And then on top of that, if it's if it's lumped in with something that you're already doing, uh, I, like IRL, I don't want to be an IRL streamer because I can feel my my I can feel my viewership who's hanging out in chat right now going, oh, he's an I, IRL streamer, lol, Omega lol. Um, but yeah, that I, that idea of finding a way to incorporate a sort of on location shoot sort of feel because ultimately, if I'm playing the Binding of Isaac on the on the left coast, it's just it's just as a vehicle for communicating that information of like here's a point by point update of what's happened so far i miss you guys i wish i could be there but here's an hour or two of just catching up over bacon and coffee yeah right i think also with like the current landscape like just chatting and irl stream is super popular and viewers really like that aspect of of getting to see a streamer kind of outside their you know, normal environment. So being able to actually have that intimacy of 
talking, but like in the hotel background, or maybe you, you know, you're at lunch just by yourself with like a, a camera or something, just talking to chat. Um, viewers like just chatting IRL does really, really well. And I think almost for anyone, um, it's, it's really an enjoyable experience for the viewers. So I think what you said about like trying to do something different is a really, really smart idea. Yeah. I wrote down Ooh. too that like, it's a really good opportunity for different content collabs and, and like something like time off or going to a convention makes you more interesting, right? Because for some of us, we do the same thing day in, day out every day. But if you catch up with your viewers every day to kind of tell them about your day, and again, you might not be doing this at 8am every day. But if you tell people, okay, Friday, 3pm, lunch or coffee, you know, IRL stream, tomorrow, 10am breakfast stream, people want to tune in and hear those stories and and they're excited maybe some people that have actually met you in real life will then tune into your stream for the first time and keep that fresh mm -hmm. and again the, the opportunity for collabs is also huge because let's say like locos in my hotel we make plans for breakfast and i go hey like can i stream that tomorrow obviously maybe we'll have like a 30 minute us conversation but then we'll stream it for people and it's fun and it's engaging and you don't feel that much pressure because you're still kind of for me, I don't have trouble talking to people, but I know a lot of streamers do. So if you're kind of talking and streaming at the same time, some people might get more comfortable. Yeah. Just as possibly. Idea. I mean, that idea so that you mentioned too about the. Um... I'm just so excited. I have so many things to say. I, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. Why did you apologize? It's a podcast. <laughs> I've, I've already learned a lot from the, like you're your doing all notes. the good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, I wanted to interject about the idea that you had with. Um, uh something that something that started getting getting stuck in my head mm -hmm. people who are there at the convention also coming out and watching the stream that you're doing yeah there's because an, they just followed you well and, and even if they even if they haven't like me watching some of my friends who are streaming from conventions i feel a tiny little extra bit of camaraderie mm -hmm. there because i'm like oh hey we're like they're like right over there and i'm gonna yeah. see them in you know two hours or try and find them today and it feels like I don't know, I want to use the word like it feels extra cute that I'm it in does. their chat and and you know I'm chatting it up. I feel like that would work the same way for me if I if I weren't a streamer, these weren't my peers, but as a viewer as well, like wanting to go out and find somebody, seeing them streaming that day where it's a bit of my comfortable balance of of experiencing them in this mediated context, and then also having that connection in person right then and there, not having to wait for the convention two months from now. You're literally there. That adds an extra interesting element to it. Yeah, I love the collab idea. Um, someone in chat made a really great point. Like people watch the Oscars to see how their favorite stars interact with each other. And that's kind of the value of IRL streaming. So when you're at a convention, like it's so easy to like, you know, get your friends, like maybe you guys are staying at the hotel, you know, maybe someone has uh, a rig or, you know, a laptop. You just yeah. go to the hotel room, like maybe it's late at or night and you just have some phone. friends come over. Yeah. Let's not yeah. forget that your phone. Yeah. I, I, I like, I feel when, when I show up at these things, I feel like, uh, the ambassador i'm the ambassador from my channel i've been sent i've been uh, like elected by the masses to go and represent the collective and so when they have an opportunity to have that optic in and you know so long as so long as you're you know you're in a place where it's you know you've disclosed that you're filming and and that you, yes. you've gotten the okays with everybody else who's there because it's not us saying sneak a camera into the partner party nope. never do that space. No, no, no. ever we were talking um, about this earlier too at all yeah but like once you've reached, if you can, if you can uh, make sure to orchestrate that in such a way that everybody's on board and do those little ninety-minute windows, then yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy because we're so segmented. 
like we're so compartmentalized even even if we stream together you, you know that loco and i aren't aren't sitting in the same room that she's in her streaming room and i'm in mine we're playing risk of rain too but then you get that weird that weird it's almost like uh when people enjoyed seeing like crossovers and old cartoons and stuff like that it's like oh my god batman and scooby-doo are out solving a mystery together that's amazing <laughs> and that's that's a lot of what this is and i feel that way too even as, as a as a consumer when I walk into like a partner party and I see people talking to each other and I go, I didn't even know they knew each other. That's yep. so cool. Yes. And you can allow that window to, to exist uh, for, for people who don't have the luxury. And I, it, it does very much feel like a luxury to be able to go there and have kind of an all access pass to walk around and just see all this stuff. But if you're a fan of streaming, it's so, it's so, yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre and fun. And, and I think, yeah, in this, particular situation i mean like in, in other situations like if i go to visit my family and i'm just there in idaho for a week i basically mirrored my my stream schedule as best i could just from my dad's office and bits and bobs and i put a picture in a you know, picture and picture together instead of a green screen and just stuck to my schedule because i don't know that my a my parents want me streaming from the living room and b i was waking up before everyone else and i was done by like brunch ish um and in that situation, I was gone for a week. So it felt like it was probably smartest just to sort of maintain the schedule as I saw, you know, as it was sure. able to be done. But it, it, in those con situations, yeah, there's real gold to be mined if you just simplify it down to like, what, what do, as always, what, what do people really want to see? That's every, every stream. Uh, figure out what people want to see. And yeah, I think monkeyism really, really tapped a gold mine there of just like that. That's really what they want is they want to see. If they can't be there, then they want to see what they're missing, and yeah. we yeah. have a yeah a real privileged ability to be able to show them that. I I completely agree. Like so, adding that, extending that out a little bit, something that um you know is is hard for many of us to consider for a variety of reasons. Invisibility makes it makes it really apparent. Um, that luxury and and privilege that we have in being able to go out and and do that. I I want to I want to say that. You know, there, there there are a lot of friends of mine and and uh, and viewers and even peers who have a lot of social anxiety that literally prevents them from going all together, no matter how bad they want to go. And I think when it's possible, it might be valuable to consider it as a service to bring the con to those people to some extent. I don't think it's I don't think what we ought to do is consider it necessary or like we we need to bring it to people because i think that's an inappropriate pressure on our side because sure some of us just won't be comfortable with it and i want to make sure that i'm checking myself on that but sure. if possible and when possible really bring it to the people who love our communities uh and love the platform and and love us and we love them and like just that that core connection a little bit of that service because we're there and know how to stream in general and obviously can bring a bit of that to the people who can't get there and that's a glitch says in chat too it's a, it's a good point is this it can be a nice palate cleanser i play i have yeah i have six months of my life if you don't count like sleep and food and any like six months straight of my life has been dedicated to playing one game mostly on twitch um and so anytime it, yeah anytime that you can do something that that proves that you're a functional human being outside of your comfort zone. I completely agree. give them some sort of alternate view that isn't like, here's the binding of Isaac again. Hey everybody. It's yep. um yeah, it's nice. Like it, uh, uh, there was a there was a streamer that I used to watch that was a violinist 
he was Madonna's violinist, and uh, he used to like jam on the violin. And I used to say to him like, "Oh my, you know, it's crazy that you can do that. You can just jam session and talk to chat." And he's like, "Oh, my hands are just going." At this, he's like, "At this point, my hands are just going. I'm just talking to chat because it's fun to do something different." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "He's like, my my hands will play the music." And it's the same thing with like most of us with with the majority of our games, unless it's like you know, Loco tackling Sekiro, where she's actually got a like focus and dial in. If we're playing something that's familiar to us, it's just that's what our hands are doing while we talk to people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. In in this situation, yeah, it's really nice to, it. Yeah, it opens up a really nice uh, door to to show off an aspect of of you that you may not get to showcase. Which is just, I, in in my situation, it's just that I I really like my friends that I've developed out like in the streaming space, like, uh, you know, Loco, Lucid, Phelan, uh, you know. Grizzy, Bree, Jess, Monkeyism, <laughs> Hunter, all, like all these people that I've gotten to meet that that I still, I yeah, I was gonna say I was like checklist, oh, and, and make sure to name check everybody on screen, Ryan, and then you can rotate off. <laughs> all right, I've, um, but yeah, like all, all the people that I've made friends with that I that I actually sincerely consider friends that exist in a virtual space, the fact that it's important to me that these people see that. I've been touting the oh, this is my friend Lucid Fox. This is my friend Fay Lin. And for them to see, like, when we get there, we actually do go and get drinks and hang out together. And it's not something where it's like a mutually beneficial work arrangement. So it, it, that that part is fun to me. That part showcasing that, like, hey, this is Brain, or hey, this is Brizzy. Like, these are the people that I choose to spend time with when I'm at these cons. And this is us actually doing stuff, not just because we need to play games with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you uh, lost some friends in chat, by the way, Probably. Safi, so sorry. <laughs> well, Dead Pine, it's not like you got married to somebody who wasn't me. Not that I'm bitter about it. So I actually have something to add for streaming from conventions, but I don't know. Loco, did you have something to say? No, I feel go like for we it. We interrupted you. Okay. So the first thing, so the reason I'm saying that is because I also made another section called not conventions because i have a whole list i'm, I'm so sorry i was really excited why are about this you topic. you're making our show so easy you can you be on the show all the time the best guest the Canadian we've is ever had you hear that mclaughlin chaffy no i'm kidding we're kidding so uh so okay the first thing we covered was obviously don't worry about having like your stream schedule it has to be perfect literally just make a little irl stream that we cover that but the second thing i, I want to talk about is how you can actually use going to conventions as a, a way to build relationship with different brands so for example if you feel comfortable i highly recommend reaching out to corsair to elgato to all these different brands and and ask them to stream from there if you did not get it what i recommend you do is you go to the convention floor and you say hi could i stream from here please let me know if somebody uh drops out because oftentimes what happens is streamers make plans to show up at 10 a.m or noon or whatever and then they don't show up and they don't stream especially so the early appointment no idea what you mean <laughs> so elgato has all this early uh all this space corsair a bunch of other companies xbox and then when you stream from there you can then exchange business cards start developing a relationship they get to see your channel they get to see that you're somebody that gets to keep your word but so first thing i would recommend is finding their emails reaching out to them what i would also then do is if you don't know any of these people where i would start is have you seen a streamer stream from the Corsair booth? If you follow them on Twitter, message them and say, hey, I'm sorry, who could I reach out to from Corsair? And then, you know, start that early. If that didn't happen, go to the event, talk to them there. So that that yeah. is my advice no. about 
Washington Convention. That's great because I actually was going to just get into that. So you steal my job. But um, uh, no, I agree 100%. This is a definitely another method that you can um, do while traveling. You can stream while traveling without having to worry about having an expensive laptop, lugging it, you know, across like on an airplane, whatever, through the airport and having all the stuff to set up. Like there are a lot of companies that will allow you to stream from their booth, especially at something like TwitchCon. There's, it's literally about streaming. There's a ton of opportunities. So look for that. If you do want to stream, about streaming, right. right. And they have the nice setup, right. And with the, uh, the cloud-based uh, scenes that you can have with things like stream elements or Streamlabs OBS, stuff like that, where you can just, all you need is a URL and that's, that's all you need to remember. You don't have to like carry a flash drive, download all your scenes and then try to back it up and stuff like that. So I, I like that you made that point because it's, it's definitely really accessible. Just make sure if you make an appointment that you plan on keeping it. Like if Absolutely. you're going to party, don't make an early appointment. You don't want to miss those. <laughs> Know your own drinking habits. Yeah. True. But the best part is that that can open up a, a relationship with this company. Usually when you stream, they'll, they'll kind of give something to your community or even to you. You'll get to meet people, exchange, you know, information, follow each other on Twitter. That's how you start building those relationships together. Yeah, Dead Pine points out that he's the last two uh, streaming uh, engagements that he had from the floor of cons, he got that exact way. Uh, showed up and said yeah is anybody yeah. bailing and uh the, that having having made those connections in the past uh, the the spot that i have in the streamer zone this year uh on the twitchcon floor i think i think they didn't say explicitly but i think is exactly for that reason i think is that they had people drop out and it, it felt very last minute that they were coming to me i was not their first choice uh but you know what screw it i'm gonna take that 90 minutes from the floor while i'm down at you know in san diego make a little coin and and have some stream time that i wouldn't otherwise have yeah. and it's all yeah it's all just because of, of exactly what monkeyism said just find find places that have places where from from whence you can stream uh and have have relationships even if it's just yeah name tagging yourself just in, in, introducing yourself um you just never know i mean like uh, I've, I've got a friend who's a stream partner streamer who she excels at that she's so good at just like every Every booth, it feels like somebody knows her, and and she constantly is is the person who says if somebody drops, I've got a I've got a warm I've got a warm ass for that seat. Um, that. yeah, and she's yeah she she has absolutely nailed thousands of dollars worth of uh, paid streaming time from con floors just because she's really good at that. Yeah, and another thing that you can do is uh, on the convention uh, streaming being on stream right so uh panels are streamed um being if you're part of like uh I'm, if I'm thinking of twitchcon like the tiltify events those are often streamed so if you're yeah. doing like some type of on stage work hosting stuff like that like that that puts you in front of the camera and it may not be on your own channel but it allows your viewers from home to still connect with you right they just have to yeah. find you through like you either post it on discord or twitter or something and big opportunity on that one too, uh, where you can double dip in a fantastic way, I think, is doing the charity events, going up on that Tiltify stage. Look for those opportunities and, you know, supporting good in the world in a way that also generates um, at least a touch of exposure and allows uh, viewers who, community members and viewers who are missing you while you're gone to be able to you know see you and see you again in some of those some of the maybe it's a triple dip see you outside of your normal situation and get a little bit of that extra um sort of more more, more robust uh sense of your person 
you know, beyond just the I sit in front of the green screen every day doing the same kind of a thing. It's like, whoa, you get to see my knee now and, you know, see me in action and like see me next to like three other people and see that in-person engagement interaction in, in, a, in a different way, which is which is really neat. And it, they're not massive commitments, you know, it's a, and it's really, really a fun time. So that's that's one that I, I definitely am a, a big fan of. When I do stuff like that, magic word. Oh, sorry. Okay, I was gonna say when I do stuff like that, people are blown away by the fact that I have ears. <laughs> oh, because they're normally because they never see me without the headphones on, right. so that they're blown away by the fact that I have ears. Yeah. The most magical thing about doing the kind of like panel content or content with other people is the word that people hate to use but love to use: networking. The best way to network and meet another streamer and get to know them is by working with them on an event. There's not, none of that awkwardness of like, so what do you stream? What do you like? You instantly bond. Like if you host a panel with somebody else, you're you're instantly homies. There, there's yeah. just nothing, right? It just, it makes you close to them. And then if ever you can say, hey, let's stream something together. What do you like? I liked the way you talk about that thing. That was cool. I like and, the way you talk. But, I don't. but that's, I know a lot of people, they're very, very worried about how do I approach people at a party? Absolutely. How do I approach a group? Well, guess what? You just did a panel with somebody. You see them at the party. Go, hey, we did a panel together. Let's talk some more. What's up? Easy. Easy. I've never not had that happen. Every yeah. every single yeah. panel I've ever been on, um, I've immediately, not maybe not immediately, but I have intrinsically bonded with uh, with the people the people on that panel uh, even when like you know we we had literally never met or chatted mm -hmm. much before before our prep for the panel or something didn't know each other from anybody else uh you see each other you know face to face and you're like we're we're professional and working now and we all have to be on the same page that puts you on that even keel and that that makes that that a lot easier but that also requires being on a panel together but mm -hmm. uh, that's that's definitely a good one it's like a team building exercise. It's way different sure. when, or, or or escape rooms. Like a lot of people that I've met that I've become friends with is when Pluto infected all of us, like the escape room the, yeah, vampire yeah, yeah. that He's he is. He's so good with that. Right. And so there's like, I have dozens of friends that I've never done anything else with them on Twitch uh, outside of escape room. Other than survived a Pluto escape room. But like we see each other and it's instant high fives and hugs. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. So. I don't know. I also kind of wanted to talk about. So right now we're talking about if you travel to conventions, but what if you take a three week vacation to Europe, right? How would you find a way to stream from there? Do you guys want to talk about that too? I I'm, definitely I'm... want to hear you talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, okay. So I, the reason I want to talk about it is because today I was coming up with it and I thought, oh my God, why, why didn't I kind of use some of this before? Right. So Laffy, for example, you said you went to Irvine and you bought, you know, a monitor or you bought some stuff. Well, first of all, double check if there's any big companies. If you're going to England, hit up Xbox UK, hit up Corsair, hit up the Twitch offices, see if you can stream from there. That's like, boom, number one. Right. I know not everybody feels comfortable to do that. I totally understand. But try it. The worst they can tell you is no. Right. Then I was thinking about it. There are so many Twitch meetups in so many different places. Why not talk to the Twitch meetup organizers? Chances are there's a lot of people. Let's say I'm going to Austin. There's a lot of people that live in Austin. And if I'm staying with them, I could stream from their house. Maybe they could even lend me a microphone 
or an extra monitor. Now you're onto something yep. really interesting with that. Yes, that's a real good one. And then, for example, the Twitch Austin meetups, right? They happen at gaming bars. If you reach out to that gaming bar, chances are they know about streamers. They know about streaming. They're cool with it. They might be like, yes, come stream at our bar for free. Here are some drink tickets. You can talk to some other streamers. Make, maybe make it like a little... And I know this involves talking to other people, but try it again. So reach out to see if there's a Twitch office. See if there's a, a HyperX office, Corsair. Sorry, my window's open. It's so hot. Um, see if there's a, a, like a Twitch meetup, any, any gaming bars. Chances are, like, if you find a gaming bar and you ask them, hey, can I stream from your gaming bar? They're going to put you up on the TV and they're going to say, yes, please stream from this gaming bar. Yeah, and and uh, extending that out a little bit too, um, wear your Twitch merch to the gaming bar. I literally met somebody the other day uh, when I went down for a birthday in um, in Portland. He had a Twitch hat, and I had the Borderlands jacket on, and we were mm -hmm. like, <laughs> struck up a conversation right there. That's the kind of thing that that uh, it could lead to an opportunity to do something with somebody else that you just met that in there was comfortable with streaming might be able to strike up a conversation and go like can do you want to would you we're at this interesting place doing this interesting thing do you want to just have like a quick like 10 minute stream or like you know i don't know do people periscope i don't know what the instagram thing i, I don't know how stuff works <laughs> case in point though this kind of stuff you can stumble into it, but you can also semi-structure it exactly in this way going to a game this is a random bar too yeah. but going to a going to a gaming bar um or a, a, a barcade something like that and having kind of like giving people the opportunity to see already that you might be, you know, somebody to, to, to converse with about this. Here's another thing. Uh, one of my friends, he lives in Germany now. One of his friends from Paris is visiting. So he gave him my information. I've never met this guy, but I'm going for drinks with him tomorrow. And we're going to, we're going to talk about streaming. He wanted me to help him like where to stream from. If you have friends that you're comfortable with, you can always just say, Hey, like, do I have any mutuals that live in Paris? Is anybody going there? Like, let's go together. Let's hang out. I've met so many great streamers that way where it's one of my best friends that says, hey, this person is awesome. Please take care of her. Yeah. You never know. That, that's a situation, too, where your your reputation precedes you. So if you're somebody yeah. out there that is like a real muckraker and a drama whore for like <laughs> just wanting to like for wanting to like <laughs> piss people off, like if pissing people off is part of your brand, then then like. I, I, the the point is the point is valid is that ultimately especially at, at sort of at, at my at, at my level of this like lower blue class lower middle class full time streamer, it's it's a, it's a lot less cutthroat than people think it is. Like it's much more supportive, and yeah. so like um, right. So like I'm I'm taking a really idiot way. Like this is a real we're flanking around to the point, but we're getting to the point which which is that people are super happy to help each other out. Uh, same thing with Hunter. I was I wore Twitch gear and bumped into somebody, one of the only other partners in Richmond, Virginia, at a Kroger, and had this full blown conversation, uh, which led to you know, well, holy crap, you know, you know people, I know people. If you find yourself someplace, you like sardines too, what? Right? You like <laughs> eating food too? Coincidence. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> when when I was in Southern California, I did buy a couple of parts, but they were just piecemeal stuff because i got like the pc i got from flame goat who's twitch staff down there yeah, but see, uh, a couple other people it, yeah i brought my pieces and other people pieced together 
Right. I just like it was I was duct taping together the last couple of bits. Like I needed a 75 foot Ethernet cable so I could hardwire into this Airbnb's uh yep. router. How many five foot? How much it was well, I was on the I second used, floor. I used to bring a hundo. Literally yeah. still never streamed from the from the, <laughs> Yeah, I was I was at I was on the second floor in like a loft and the Wi-Fi was garbage. And so we dropped, we dropped like when you came into the Airbnb, it was like this really nice Airbnb. And then there was this ugly blue cord just hanging through the middle of the kitchen. Perfect. Because that's what I, that's because that's where the drop happened. So that's amazing. Um but yeah, it, like people are people are more willing to help than you think, so long as you're the kind of person that that doesn't actively crap on people as part of your brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as you're a, a decent professional human being, then yeah, you you can absolutely so, sometimes you can look out and throw throw bait out into the water and see if anybody will just help you for the sake of helping you, and and they will. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And um, you know, one thing I do want to talk about is how has streaming on the go gotten easier i know we've touched on it a little bit but i definitely want to make sure we recover it and hit on anything that we've missed so we've talked about you know bringing a laptop uh and having the the cloud um the cloud scenes like your your slobs your stream elements there's a lot of programs nowadays that you can create like a link basically that saves all of your profiles and everything. And then you just have to carry that link with you and then add it to your, you know, OBS or whatever, when you stream like that makes it super easy because it takes away a lot of the extra work of downloading your scenes, uploading them, reorganizing them and all that. Right. Is there anything else that helped has helped make streaming on the go easier? Um, honestly, for me, just the fact that people know what streaming is now is really helpful. Mm-hmm one of the first times that I brought a bunch of my gear with me, I had it in a backpack so I could have it as my carry on on the plane. And I just didn't like, I didn't trust it being jostled around. And both times, especially every time that I've brought a microphone with me, uh, I've been pulled out for selective screening and had all that equipment swabbed looking for like bomb particulates. Uh, And the one time that it was super painless, the guy that was white gloving me, I uh, was going through the bag and was asking what all this stuff was. And I said, uh, well, I'm a streamer. And he goes, oh, damn, like Twitch? And I was like, yeah, like Twitch. And he's like, cool, what's your game? And he like started to talk to me about it. He's like, that's really cool. That's what you do. And he just put all my stuff back in my bag, handed it to me, and I left. But like every time I get pulled by like a 50-year-old, I can count on having 30 minutes of my life lost that I'll never get back. Oh, geez. So that part makes it a little simpler. Yeah. I think another thing is the fact that these streaming programs have gotten a lot less resource intensive so that mm-hmm. they are more manageable. Cause I know Taffy, you mentioned having to juggle running OBS and playing a game. Like you couldn't really do both. It was very limited on what games you could play. Cause you know, OBS took so much, so many resources and now it's definitely a lot better. Um, yep. I know for me, it's like at least like half what it used to be a couple years ago in terms of like CPU usage. So that definitely helps. Um, Discord, Discord helps a lot because if you're doing that, if you it like, it, so for the Southern California rig that I pulled together, where like three or four people helped me out, um, I did all that through phone messages because there wasn't really a, a nice, easy, central way to communicate with people. So it was all done with like via phone text message. So anybody that was going to help me, I had to have basically their phone number or like be Facebook friends with them or something like that. So mm-hmm. just having centralized a centralized communication area makes coordinating that kind of stuff easier that's really a relatively new development 
Um, also, IRL streaming, right? Like just the fact that mobile streaming has gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. And more I think popular. That makes a big difference. More popular that now you can just use your phone and people are okay with the quality, with what it is. You could still stream just from your phone. And streamlined on the side of the, on the side of the app, right? Like I haven't done it, but it's built into the Twitch app proper, right? Can't oh, you yeah, just yeah. stream? Or you can even download the Streamlabs that? app and it's the it, it has everything you need. It makes a little sound, it makes a little stuff. You can add your own alerts too. It's it's honestly fairly streamlined. Yeah. And I think um like you would always expect with a lot of technologies, um condensing uh, the smaller smaller objects um mm -hmm. they're like really i don't know if this is a proper phase really decent can you be more decent than something else i think decent just like the like anyway shotgun mics little tiny little shotgun mics that you can just plug into your phone yeah uh so that you're aiming it you know literally just holding you don't you don't need like oh, that's I cool have, i have like this whole thing like ready to go right so really that makes it like but it's extra stuff to bring with you, but it makes it really nice and easy and fluid. You don't want to go through that process? Little pop, plug and play. Yeah, Got a microphone bucks. that's going to be aimed directly, directly at your, at your face. You don't have to worry about catching the, you know, pool splashes way over there from some kid. If you're, hmm. I mean, I wouldn't recommend streaming from a pool, but, you know, doing the, doing the like just outside your hotel, the, the um, close and easy proximity kind of, kind of streaming. Um, wherever it happens to be easy, easy stuff like that, getting it real nice and small. Same thing with a lot of cameras and stuff that you might want to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. that, and I think like, you know, the, the fact that IRL is not only easier, but also more popular, like makes it rewarding. It makes it worthwhile to stream on the go. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but when you play the same, you can play the same game, around the same time and still get a fraction of your normal viewership just because of the yeah. situation, because of the environment. So like, you know, that was another reason why I stopped doing it because it just wasn't even worth doing it when I did it. Right. right. Because it's just like, it, no one really showed up. And then, you know, it just was, a, it just was a mess. and didn't feel right. So, um, the fact that IRL is more popular and people want to see that kind of different type of content, that's a lot more easier than trying to set up like the game on the laptop, I think helps a lot too. For sure. And I really think people need to start treating when you're travel streaming, start looking at it as not recreating because you're never going to be able to properly recreate the same content that you do at home. At home, you're comfortable. Nobody's bugging you. Uh, you have all your favorite snacks. You have your favorite lucky socks. I don't know. But once you travel, start looking at it as an opportunity for different content, right? Every night in Europe, you catch up with your community from your hotel room. Tell them what they what you did. Maybe you reach out to another streamer that's living in Europe. You guys go around and, and maybe do a stream, maybe don't. But you don't have to recreate the same stuff and then hate yourself. Not hate yourself, but feel bad about the no, fact you're not wrong. only getting yeah. real. But because for me, okay, so one of the things that I, I really regret is I really regret when I first was streaming before all the cloud-based stuff. I regret lugging my laptop i regret lugging the mic and i regret just trying to recreate the same streams instead of just taking yep. three days off nowadays i don't even need to take three days off i can just do a little stream in the morning or at night and catch up everybody if i really want to because let's be honest sometimes when you stream every day you start missing your community when you don't stream for a day or two you get restless. My poor roommates, I haven't streamed in a few days. I've told them everything about my life. They hate me. <laughs> like, I need to vent, you know? <laughs> like, 
So you can eat, you can easily do that. You don't have to recreate the same exact stuff that you do at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty geeked out. There's, there should be two things that are well outside my comfort zone that I'm doing from TwitchCon. Uh, Which ones? N- 90 minutes from the streamer zone and then Twitch Rivals, apparently. I, I might be a part of that for... I picked Apex because I'm equally bad at all three of the games they offered me. <laughs> I love so that. I was just, I figured I would know Apex better. Uh, and I, view, viewership, I, I could give two rips about what my viewership numbers are going to be because when I stream in ideal conditions, most of these games, I don't do particularly well. Right. But I'm doing it for the spectacle of like, hey, it's your favorite balding middle-aged pudgy guy, but this time I'm on a con. Look at how crazy. <laughs> the, and that's going to, the majority of it's going to be the picture in a picture of me being like, can you believe what's behind me? And they're like, hey, you got shot. And I'm like, I'm not even watching. Like, I'm just, I'm here to run up the body counts for the real players. So, hey, I'm, I'm should be somewhere. And it makes right. a beautiful memory that you're taking, you're going out of your comfort zone for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. At least no, I agree. Great. Absolutely agree. That's a, it, it's, it, it is a, a rich meme mine to be resourced where, you know, you, you never know what, like, where the crazy next big shared experience is going to re- reveal itself. Yes. And if 40 or 50 people are watching you and you're used to having 150 or 250 people, but those 40 or 50 people see that one big thing that everyone goes, did that, you know, did that pigeon just crap on him mid-sentence? And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe did I was he really here. just look up at the same time. Right. <laughs> and so it's, 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 you, you just, yeah, you just never know. You, breaking out of your comfort zone and doing something you know yeah that that is is relevant to why you left your if you've left the confines that are comfortable to you to go somewhere then showcase why it was valuable for chat to let you leave you know in so much as chat lets you leave but if chat kind of like chat's been giving me their blessing where they're just kind of like hey man go have fun at twitchcon we'll see you when you get home don't stress out about it you're fine and yeah, if I can have a couple, if if anything fun happens in those two little segments, even if I'm craptastic at the game, then yeah, that new shared experience may reveal itself where everyone goes, oh man, you know, there there were there were 50 of us there, but we saw this thing that was mind blowing to us that that we got to glimpse that, and we wouldn't have normally that have been a tweet that Taffy did drunk with typos in it before he went to bed, where he's like, gotta hit my socials, beep, boop, boop, night, everybody. <laughs> and then I lay down and that, you know, yeah, the opportunity to share that as a live moment is so much more rich. Yeah, I agree. So. Absolutely. Um, I think, huh? go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, the uh, take, take your point that we talked about a little bit a little bit earlier and something else that, that Monkeyism was, was mentioning. I think it is really important to note because of how constant it is that we we feel compelled to be always on, don't treat going out of town as a necessity for uh, for streaming and content creation. Yes. Know the difference and specifically try and cultivate, if you want to, vacation time where you don't try to be on at all, including social media if you want, like no pictures, no tweeting, no nothing, no Instagram stories, no streaming if you if you want and other times where you're specifically intending to craft a, or or be open to a particular type of experience that is shared and mediated broadcast streamed don't feel like they always have to be disconnected or always have to be online yes just because we're talking about ways to stream on the go doesn't mean you should always be streaming on the go 
we've definitely talked about with like streamer burnout recently and and finding that right balance like mm -hmm. not every opportunity has to be a streamy moment you know yeah. you should take some time for yourself and for your own experiences as, as well and that helps you cherish the uh, the moments that you do get to actually stream under unusual circumstances instead of feeling compelled and forced to do it and then you you you, you hate the fact that you did it you can actually have a, like a really good time be like no this is the one that i want to do this is yeah. the, the stream out from an event that i'm actually really excited about that's uh, yeah uh, the you you wouldn't want to necessarily there's definitely an internal barometer for, for gauging situations where you, you go through it and you go, you know what, this is a night for us. Like, this is a nice dinner. This is a nice like night out at the bar. I'm not gonna be the guy who ham-fistedly jerks out a phone and is like, you know what, this could be oh, content. Yeah. So yep. like, but but yeah, that's fi finding ways to schedule yourself and allowing people to be involved if they want to, if you feel like it. Like ultimately, if you feel like you're receiving more of a recharge by being disconnected for a couple of days, then yes. so be it and don't be don't beat yourself up over it because i know like hunter and i were talking about this on the way in is like nothing's killed more out of town streams than my desire to find any reason to not do an out of town stream um but if i mean like if you're seeing serious genuine like recharge positive vibes hitting you where you're just like oh i feel refreshed then take it for that but yeah ultimately if you feel like you would be doing something compelling for the people who could tune in to do what monkey has mentioned like a like a brunch refresher where it's like oh my god i've just been so excited to share with you guys because i know i miss i miss my community when i'm gone from them for too long like uh they're they're i lean on them as much as any of them lean on me it, yep. uh, you know my a bunch of people came down that are long-term friends of mine that i've made through my community and helped me move the office into the new house that i bought so that we wouldn't have downtime in the stream like i i depend on these people to vent and sort through my stuff as much as any of them lean on me to dump back the other direction so yeah if you find yourself in a spot where you're just like you know what i've got a nice big dead spot right there where i'd just be sitting in the hotel waiting for people to call or just watching tv in a bed but you know we can use that time productively and i've got i'm sure i'll have so much to, to share yeah so. right oh you guys got me fired up like i'm yeah, i'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of gonna, pumped up to get to twitchcon i'm gonna share one of the things i'm gonna be doing so in january i'm planning to take two weeks off and go to spain uh with one of my best friends shauna nina i don't know if anybody knows her yeah she's one of the first I do people not. yeah i ever met on twitch she's incredible and uh january is always a really rough time for both of us so instead spanish sun and we already talked about it uh, we like waking up early. We want to make breakfast at the Airbnb. We want to sit on our balcony, her with a guitar. And I told her I would like to do a 10 or 11 a.m. stream every day in just 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and just kind of catch up. What are our plans? What do we want to do? What's on the menu? Maybe chat can give us even an idea of where to go, right? If we're in Spain and somebody's been to Madrid a lot, they'll go, oh, by the way, go to this restaurant, go to this place, no, no, no. Just a tiny little catch up. And then I feel like I need to stream because if I don't stream, I talk too much. So for me streaming, I won't talk my friend's ear off all day because <laughs> I stream for 45 minutes. You know, I'm cool. I talk to my chat. So it makes, I'm excited. Please feel free to use that idea. Feel free to copy. There, there's no such thing as, as copying. I am, no idea is truly just my idea. Do okay, I'm gonna write this down right now. I'm just gonna copy it. I'm gonna copy go to Spain. What, what <laughs> dates are you going? I, just... <laughs> I can't wait to go talk. Yeah. We're gonna be in the room next to her. 
You're gonna tell my wife that I'm. The balcony below us. You're just actually filming us. <laughs> oh, these ladies. Baby, I stole an awesome idea from Monkeyism on stream. We're going on a three-week European holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking like two weeks because honestly, January is always a rough time. Where I live, it's so cold. So why feel miserable and cold when I can be in the Spanish sun? Yeah, that... Spain is on the list. Is on the to-do list. So are the men there. Boom. <laughs> mm. All right. Any other tips, Monkeyism? I know you had an extensive sheet. Did we? Is there anything we missed from I feel your like sheet? We covered most of my sheet. All right, that's the, pretty the good. The biggest thing that I felt was like kind of really unique is like reach out to meetups, like Twitch meetups and stuff like that. They're organizers, the streamers. Big on that those one. Cities have a lot of streamers, right? Maybe. And there's there's a lot of people like it. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people, especially in the major cities and, and especially in the major cities where there's either headquarters or or uh, companies or meetup communities where if it's someone like me or if it's someone like Flame Goat, it, you know, or if it's someone like like if it's somebody who streams like I've got gear laying in piles. that's just like yeah. either discarded or replaced or upgraded or uh, hell in some places it's sponsorship gear that just sat here and was never open that it's like. Oh man, I'm I'm trying to piece together a rig for a, a one week that I'm going to be there. Does anybody have a monitor or a, a this or a that? And you know, there's I a have pretty good example: an extra webcam. I have yeah. a, a blue blue yeti that I'm not using microphone. If somebody's in Montreal, I'd be like, yeah, here, borrow the yeah, blue yeti. Yeah, I did my, this going down to GuardianCon. Yes, yeah, we used some friends in the area to help. Like, oh, do you have a monitor? Like, you're, they're just driving there, so they just brought like a monitor and. The other thing, cord, and, yeah, just a couple, <laughs> couple things, just piece it together. Yeah, join uh, join Jess came down to hang out with us at Long Beach TwitchCon, and Pretzel had an Airbnb. and Nate said, Wouldn't it be cool if we pulled together a streaming corner for anybody who wanted it? And so Jess said, Man, I really like to stream from TwitchCon. And Nate and I giggled and looked at each other and said, We've got a corner of the Airbnb that we're in down on the beach that's dedicated just solely to anybody who wants to come in and stream can stream. And so I'm when I met Jess was basically her, she was streaming. And as she was streaming, like six other partners came in and just kind of sat behind her like a live studio audience. And she had <laughs> oh, to sit yeah. there and like carry herself like, she, and she did, she carried herself like a consummate professional, but she had like, Dead Pine and I were like changing partner shirts so that like I took off mine and he took off his and we swapped and traded and people were like- banned. Trying to right, like, bad. right. Well, I mean, yeah, we were off camera, not because like De Dead Pine they'd like get away with it. He's beautiful, but this is a this That's is a true. war crime with no shirt on. Okay. So so ultimately, you know, but that's one of those things. It's like one of my formative memories of meeting Jess was her streaming on location because she showed up and it's like, oh, Pretzel's got an entire setup. You know, all all we gotta do is ask nicely. And yeah, she had a, a what I I'd like to think was a fun stream. Yeah. That was a very giggle-worthy like, night. Having PTSD from that stream. <laughs> <laughs> She's a thousand dollars into therapy just trying to weed that one thought out. From McLaughy Top taking <laughs> off his shirt. <laughs> I turned my back to her. I realize it's mayonnaise and gross. Worse. <laughs> I'm kidding. So sorry. <laughs> Low cost. <laughs> I had a valid point when I started. It just devolved. <laughs> Loco just gave me a full-on Yes! I deserved it. Oh. Uh, JJ Madison says, what's the personal cap on the amount of time you would take off uh, take off from streaming to try to avoid burnout? 
Yeah, my, my cap is just over three months. I have taken a lot of time off. I've I usually in the months. Man, I, I'm the sole provider right now for a family of four, so ultimately my sense of obligation overrides any... I, I've, I've streamed burned out, like out of the last 12 months, I feel like I, I could say probably three of them were burned out, and it was just like, don't show it. It's like, you know, my, Nate, so Knott's in the crowd, in the audience watching right now, and every time that I feel like that, I, like I won't let myself get to a place where I'm a rambling, broken down mess, where I'm useless, where I'm around my family. Like if, if I can just muscle through it because it's, it's a job, it's a job and you got to show up to, especially it's a self-employed small business. I'm a self-employed small business owner. And the double dude, like the double whammy of going to a con or taking time off or whatever, not only am I spending money while I'm doing that, but I'm also not making money because I'm not online. So like a $2,000 trip is a $4,000 trip because I've lost $2,000 in revenue. Plus I'm spending $2,000 to go to the thing. So Nate always told the story of like, he watched a Katy Perry documentary where she had Russell Brand say he was basically divorcing her. I watched that, I watched Yeah, that. right before she walked out on stage and she was a blathering, sobbing mess and then pulled herself together because there was still a stadium with 75,000 people out there waiting for her to go out and give a show. She pulled herself together, was a professional, went out and did the show and came back and then fell apart again. But it was apparently by all by all accounts a great show so i'm not i'm not one of those people who's in the camp of like you go until you just can't take it anymore and you have a nervous breakdown but like i the anxiety of of the bills are going to catch me um would get me after like anything more than a week i think there's an advice that hunter gave a few years ago to a teammate of ours i don't want to name them just in case but hunter and i were in a stream team before and a teammate of ours was ready to quit and he wanted to take more time off. And I remember Hunter told him, he's like, if you really like this, if this is really important, find ways to work smarter, find ways to work better. But he even told him, he's like, if you take too much time off, like that would also, that would only make coming back harder. Instead, find yeah. like maybe something different, maybe stream another game, maybe try something different, change your time, work stuff around. And it, it it's, do you, do you know the, the person I'm talking about? Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. It it really to this day. I never I still forget remember, a conversation. I um I still remember to this day you saying that, and it. I definitely I definitely think it's true, and it's something that I've taken very seriously. And me coming back from my hiatus of over three months, uh, a very similar approach in like reformatting that myself. There is a point that you can reach a burnout where it's literally crippling, and that's mm -hmm. the one that you want to never reach. But when you do reach that, you have to take a different approach. Yeah. You I agree with have that. To get another job. You have to do something, something else. Change it, change it up in a, in a serious and dramatic way. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I, I I can believe that. I still absolutely hold to that. Yeah, that's a yeah, happy, want... That's a really interesting perspective because Rob, we've talked about burnout quite a bit in the past, and yeah, it's turned into a burnout. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Not to get into important. it, but yeah, of course it yeah, is. I think sure. I think it's one of the most important subjects. I mean, yeah, as I say, we're down the home stretch. We can we can dally off the path a little bit. We 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 covered no. Let me get that straight. Monkeyism covered streaming. <laughs> yeah. While on the road. Yeah. So, she brought notes. Damn it. She's we we've covered it all. What could be covered was covered. We did. Yeah. But no, I, I think you did make a good really point. Like. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's like it's a very tough subject because everyone has different experiences, and we actually haven't had anyone on their show that was just like, yeah, I just I just 
stream through my burnout. Like I just do. Like I, I've been burnt out a bunch, but I just keep going. Um, so it's, it is really interesting to hear that yeah, type of perspective. I, I, it, it's so Nate, like Nate is, is a very heavy confidant and has been for years. And what's crazy is that he has the ability to empathize because we're friends. Um, but he also it was one of the first person to really kind of slap me in the face, albeit through the phone where like three or four years ago, I was, I was a, I was a member of the, it, it wasn't even mental health. I can't even say like I was skipping streams for mental health. It was like, I was skipping streams because I just didn't feel like getting up and going into the office. And he was the first person to really put me in my place and say, is this your job or is it not? And I, I like, I, I, I think of it as if I was a morning, if I was a morning show DJ for a radio station and I would inexplicably uh, for reasons outside of like illness or, or catastrophic vehicular failure or whatever, just didn't show up to work, I'd get fired. And so I think about it like that, where it's like, if I, if I need time, I can try to schedule it. Um, I skipped a stream the other day because I just had a crippling and terrible night's sleep. And I just thought I would be useless on three hours of sleep. And I've got a really nice streak going in my game that I would be heartbroken if I lost it. Cause it took me months and months to build. Uh, so it, it was worth forfeiting, uh, my accountability for being there that day to, to maintain the integrity of the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I got a wife and two kids. If I was a coal miner and I woke up one day and didn't feel like coal mining, I'd still have to go coal mine. And this is not coal they mining. They died this really is... early, for the record. <laughs> yeah. Real early. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, if, if I'm ever at a spot where I feel like I'm, like Hunter said, if I ever am at a spot where I feel like I'm, I'm uh, cartwheeling towards like nervous breakdown territory, right. yeah. then it's then it's time to shut it down. Because even if that it is means... literally worse for everybody. Like that 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 family right. ain't gonna be happy. You ain't gonna. Nobody be happy. comes out of that okay. Happy. It's just that's just catastrophic failure. Right. Yeah. That's just that's just me. Yeah. That's just me saying. I hope I saved up some of that money I worked so hard to get because I'm right. gonna need it to figure right. out what to do when I implode my life. Right. Which um, is that's essentially what I did. Like I restructured stuff in order to allow me to exist for a longer period of time during the hiatus itself that I needed to take in order to not burn and die. Yeah. At, uh, other, otherwise, man, like I, there, I, this is why like big conversations that are held exclusively through social media are, are hard to navigate because I feel like there, there are people that are talking about a couple of different things. So Hunter's talking about like, you, you know, you really shouldn't go to a place where you have to basically go check yourself into some sort of rehab to, to undo the, the, the long-term damage that you've done to yourself by maintaining an unrealistic schedule that, that places high demand on you. Yeah. Versus when, when I tell people, I'm like, man, I, I nearly took, and I won't call it mental health days because I, like, I don't feel qualified to make judgments that apply to like a, a broad swath of individuals. I will say there are just days where I don't feel like showing up and it really weighs on me until I get into the seat and I get about an hour into the show and I go, oh, you know what? This is not so bad. We're, we're going to be okay. Um, but I don't ever trust myself to make the judgment calls on stuff like that. I just, I err on the side of putting my ass in the chair. Uh, and it's because I don't, I, I'm, I'm a creature of habit and I don't trust myself not to, to like label it like, hey, everybody, I'm not showing up today. Mental health day, catch you tomorrow. But then the next day, I also don't feel like getting in the chair. So I take Tuesday too, and then all of a sudden my schedule is unreliable, and I've started <laughs> yeah. I've started to plant the seed of being perceived as flaky. Literally, yeah, me right, the last right, right. two years. And I just like I I think that part of like 
I, I, there are, there are streamers out there who are better at this game than me in every scope. And one of the only ways that I'm able to maintain the, the, the finger grip that I have is I don't miss stream unless I have to. And so people have been able to rely on my depend, my, I market my dependability. If you're going to work and you need white noise in the morning while you're filing papers or going through, you know, documents or waiting for a call to come in, I will be there and, and I will be consistent and I will try to maintain the same sort of energy and, and levels uh, so that you always know that when you check in, you're going to get the same show that you're anticipating every single time. And yeah, there's a, not a lot. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I hate what I do because it's, it's really only like 10% of the days. But there are 10% of the, of the days that my challenge really is don't let them see that you don't want to be there. Because, you know, this okay, may be the one time person. On for our next burnout show. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. You're, you're covering something. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm, I, that, that was it. It's, it's a good place for me to like break and let other people well, talk. We've, we've got we've got to wrap. We've got to wrap yeah. it one way or another in terms of our overall time, which is why we do shows every week, oftentimes mm -hmm. on different subjects and want to come back and revisit some of them that are critically important with new guests to get new perspectives. Uh, next Monday, we won't be here, but the one after that, uh, we've got a, uh, an exciting show lined up. Uh, Loco and I think we've planned out like what, like the next like five weeks or something ridiculous. I don't even know Ooh. anymore. Uh, we've got we've got a lot of really good stuff coming up. We'd love to have you two uh, back on for uh, for different and probably at some point the same subject again, as we've literally will have learned and changed our perspectives on exactly what it's like to travel and stream as technology changes, as the apps change, as our approaches change, the platform, the climate, the industry, as all of that shifting. We'd love to we'd love to jump back into this one again too. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys so much for joining us. We're gonna do some shout outs. Um, Monkeyism, tell us who you are, where we can find you, and what you're up to. Thank you. First of all, I mean, thank you for having me on. I, Our pleasure. I, I feel like I got to share information, I got to learn, and most importantly, Lappy, I'm definitely gonna hit you up about this kind of stuff. I I wish I had somebody in 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 my life who kind of said that as you did, where it's like just like hustle through it. But anyway, uh, I am Monkeyism. I am a morning streamer. I focus a lot on anime games. On I love little cute indie stuff. Indie games, definitely one of them. I am going to be incorporating a lot more party games. I don't think myself too seriously. Neither should you. Uh, yeah. It's currently 6 a.m. Eastern is my start time, but I will be moving that to 4 a.m. Eastern, becoming that like early morning, early morning stream. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Great. Hi, um, I'm Taffy. I am also a morning streamer. Uh, for the, I have enough people in chat that they'll call me out on this. My slated start time is 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, although since I've moved into the new house, it's been more like 8, 10 to 8.20 Eastern every single day. Um, I do Isaac in the morning from 8 until noon. And then from noon on, I either play what the oligarchy has told me to play, which is to say the chat pays me a bunch of money and I play whatever the hell they want me to play, <laughs> or I play what I need to refresh my soul. And right now that is Breath of the Wild. Nice. So mm. is that my first time play through a Breath of the Wild and then October hits and because I've been such a big fan of Dan and everything that he's done for years and years, uh, I'm gonna do Isaac into horror games through October. Uh, and that is, again, the oligarchy is sounding off. So the first one is gonna be Alien Isolation in VR. Yeah, so that's one of my favorites. I'm down. I'm I'm terrified. So, but that 
I, but that's the thing is that like that's what made it compelling content to me all those years ago and and now i'm in a place where i, I feel confident enough to go ahead and, and strike out and try to do that so i'm nice yeah i'm I, i'm gonna hate it but that's what's gonna make it fun to watch so there's an argument to be made for that horror yeah. <laughs> games so Oof. thank you but thank you for having me yeah yeah it's thank you great. guys it's terrific Hunter, it's been what about you? Utterly terrific. I am Hunter Wild. You can find me uh, right here on this very show every Monday alongside my incredible co-host, Loco. She and I both own Streamer Square, uh, which includes StreamerSquare.com, where you can uh, have all of your streamer needs, uh, especially when it comes to the the educational, the uh, guided, the um, uh, reviewed deets. We have a lot of new stuff on the website, like just this week. We have like three new new articles or four, like the the website's going crazy with new stuff. So if you haven't checked in a while, you should definitely check it out because we got some some fresh new educational content on the site. And you can find our stuff everywhere. It's Streamer Square. It's on on every single thing. There's and there's different stuff all the different places. Anyway, you can find me here on Mondays doing this show um, four days a week on my own stream, twitch.tv slash The Hunter Wild starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, usually running four to six hours uh, with a focus on on indie games. I love showcasing a variety, a huge, massive wealth of of indie titles, but it's not exclusively that. Uh, I love pretty much every game out there is a a possibility. So I've heard the term rarely used to describe certain broadcasters. Variety, I think. Um, I may be qualified as such community focused conversational uh that's the that's the central theme you can find me on twitter at the hunter wild tv really easy to follow along with all the stuff that i do what about you loco you incredible human being <laughs> uh i am loco l-o-w-c-o you can find me at twitch.tv slash loco uh i have been playing borderlands for the last year uh it feels like <laughs> um for the last like two months i guess i have been playing borderlands because i never played before so I- i've I'm on three now, and after uh, TwitchCon, I'll be back to doing variety, like actually playing other games, yeah. um, usually new games that come out. But I really like to dabble in all the genres, and we also talk a lot on my stream. So if you like that sort of thing, come on by. I stream in the morning, too. So we're actually, uh, we should play games, Taffy and Monkeyism. We all stream in the morning, so we should get together for some, some games. Always sometime. down. So um, if you like watching Twitch at other times, hello. <laughs> Before like getting too crazy into it, but I work a lot with Montreal is a hub for indie gamers and I usually host stuff and I, there are so many incredible multiplayer indie games that Montreal makes. Nice. I'm wanting to like have a little showcase of it, you know? So I'll hit y'all up. Yes. Yes. I don't need an excuse to go get poutine. I'll go to Montreal. (laughs) No, I mean like from online, but if ever you go to Montreal, let me know. Oh, you're not going to fly us out to Montreal? Damn. Damn it. Um, Baby, I'm stealing an idea from monkeyism. We're going to have a European holiday followed by a Montreal trip. Good news. You learned a lot on the show. I'm I'm glad. (laughs) And then we're all going to show up at Locos and Lucid's. Yes. Come hang out. And Hunter's going to cook for us. Oh. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. I like Y'all like cupcakes? Yes. Okay. All right. Settled. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you uh, after TwitchCon. So we won't be here next Monday. We'll be here the Monday after that with some more educational content. Uh, we got a show tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m., 6 p.m. Eastern, Dan's stream of thought. Um, oh, that's gonna be a good one. I'm really excited about that one. What is he talking about, Hunter? 
He's talking about uh, what he specifically mentioned was follower alerts. Now, this is something that I have a lot to say about, but I'm not going to get caught up in that right now. I will be there tomorrow, not on camera, but in the chat talking about this while he is also doing his stream of thought. Um, there's actually a surprising amount of conversation to be had and diverse perspectives on how to treat them, whether or not to even have them, what it means, why it matters. Yeah, so tune into that. That's going to be tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then we'll see you back uh, soon on the stream scene. Thank you guys for yep. tuning in. Have a great week. And uh, we'll see some of you at TwitchCon, hopefully. Bye. Bye-bye.